Hi, I'm Tash and I'm from England. Hi, my name is Martha and I'm from Holland. We met in Bali and fell in love. And this podcast is all about what happens in a long distance relationship after you break the distance. Wow. Welcome back to season two of Breaking the Distance podcast. I'm Tash. I'm Martha. Nice. Um, and for those of you who are just joining us fresh, what are you doing? Go back and listen to season one. Um, <laughs> but welcome. Welcome to our podcast and some exciting new topics. So we have had a long time off, like a few months. Yeah, since Pride Month, June. Yeah, that was a full on month of podcasting, blog posting and Instagram living. That was a lot. We needed a break. So we decided to take one for three months. Yeah, well, uh, to be fair, we were in Holland. I was working as a nurse and stuff, important things, you know. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> so we thought we'd bring you a little update as to where we are and the fun things we have planned for season two. Dos, dos. <laughs> um, so what's happened over the past three months? Well, as you said, we were living in Holland for three months. Yeah, for three months with my mom in her big house and I was working as a nurse and you were all alone by yourself at home. Yeah, it was kind of a switch around of roles, right? Yeah, it was crazy. After the crazy lockdown in London and Plymouth in England in general, um, I was actually feeling quite locked down as well. I was feeling very, very down before we went to Holland. And so uh, that's because we said, let's caveat that. We spent 10 weeks in London in our apartment at the most severe and strictest part of lockdown. We didn't have a car. We didn't have a dog. We just had this tiny space and each other. Thanks. You make it sound like a horror movie. This is so <laughs> bad, babe. She got lots of sex. Don't worry. Oh, wow. Raised eyebrows. <laughs> you heard that, didn't you? Over the podcast, you heard the raise of the eyebrow anywho we then went to holland for three months and i got to experience what it feels like to be i guess in lockdown outside of my comfort zone i guess i don't know you were not really in lockdown no i mean the first two weeks we technically had to be in lockdown yeah but yeah so we had a fun summer there and then now we are back in london with a dog and a car woohoo <laughs> And restarting, well, I say restarting, but yeah, restarting. Yeah, restarting. The, us, each other, what? <laughs> but, <laughs> restarting, breaking the distance, restarting work. Starting London life. And all that fun stuff. Yeah. I guess there's a lot of people probably curious as to how you are getting along in London 2.0. Well, it feels very different this time. Corona is unfortunately still around, but we're not in strict lockdown, so that's one. Yet. I know. But it's still different because the first lockdown was for me quite hard, mentally very challenging and really overwhelming. And I was going up and down and I didn't really talk to anyone about it. I mean, you knew because of my mental breakdowns, <laughs> but... I didn't really talk to my friends or families or even my therapist who is available online, I found out. 
everything's available online. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, it was not all bad. I really enjoyed some days and, like, our movie marathons and the sleeping in and um, the sex. <laughs> oh, so we did have sex then. Good, I'm glad you remember. <laughs> but in hindsight, I learned a lot because... I thought I was actually going a little bit mental, crazy. I had a lot of stress thinking about when it's possible again to go to Holland and how can I find work and lockdown and all that fun stuff. So when we came to Holland, I actually thought that I was not doing well. I was like a little bit like depressed or whatever you call it. And then we came in Holland and I started working again. I saw I had a social life again. I was able to go outside horse riding. And yeah, in a few days I was cured. <laughs> so that really gave me the, what's the word? Perspective. Yeah, the knowledge hmm. of I'm actually not going crazy when I'm like struggling a little bit, but I just need something to do and I need to have purpose and I need to feel fulfilled and I need to get out of the house yeah definitely which I think are all things that everybody feels everybody feels like they need a purpose or want a purpose so I don't think that's unusual I guess how you deal with that yeah I think that's the challenge yeah for sure so now I'm really trying to do a lot of preventative work oh word preventative it's a hard one <laughs> yes so when I feel like I'm not doing so well I look for things that will make me feel better and I don't mean things like watching tv or drinking or like sex <laughs> like uh fleeting no fleeting yeah away from my fears and insecurities no like fight or flight fleeing fleeing close okay. whatever <laughs> Yeah, so I started a yoga course, a yoga teaching course, and also a doula course, which are, well, I really love the yoga. It's just amazing. I'm just going to jump in and just explain for anybody who's listening, going, a what, 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 what? A doula, which is a birthing coach. Not necessarily the medical side. It's more about the emotional, spiritual, and mental well-being of mother, baby, and also family. So it's like also taking care of the partner, any existing children and all that good stuff. Yes, very well explained. You're welcome. Yeah, so that's really nice. Both are really amazing. And I'm also uh, looking for a job right now. So if you have a job for me, just contact me. I can do like social media, marketing. Um, I'm also a nurse and I <laughs> can do <laughs> customer service and I can write, I can translate. I can also clean, you know, I'm not, I'm not. Okay. Okay. Apparently okay. <laughs> this podcast is like a job advert, like she's selling herself. Okay. Easy. Okay. Well, um, but um, yeah, I'm also really trying it's hard to enjoy this time it sounds really weird but I'm always busy like uh, that is my go-to like I like to be busy in work social life anything you can imagine and now it's time to ground myself and to find what I really enjoy and what my what I'm passionate about and that I don't have to rush into something because it's just something to do mm-hmm so yeah but it's a lot of 
work, a lot of reflecting, a lot of between us, it's like a lot of things that come up and I really have to look at myself in these situations and it's going really well, but it's also really hard at the same time. Which is, again, completely understandable, right? (laughs) I have to say, I'm just going to take a moment, but it's been three months since we recorded a podcast together. You might have just heard my stomach. That was my stomach. Was it yours? Yeah. Gurgling away in the background. It's been three months since we recorded a podcast. And whilst your English has always been exceptional, never an issue, I have to say there is like a marked difference in just your like ability to articulate yourself. Really? Yeah. Aww. It's like super fluent, apparently more fluent than me. That's never possible. I just really, I just really noticed it. Obviously you've been a, which is surprising because we were in Holland for three months. Yeah, but we've been back for a month now. This is true. And I haven't been speaking Dutch that much. Shh, don't tell anyone. (laughs) I speak Dutch to you all the time. I try. True. I'm sorry. I should do it more. Nederlands. Okay, from now on, everyone, the podcast is going to be in Dutch. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine? (laughs) So yeah, and I guess the other thing that we obviously want to talk about, this one's going to be short, just an FYI, if you're expecting like a 45 minute thing today, it's not today. But how are you, my love? I'm good. It's been a very, very life changing couple of three months. Yeah, for sure. Couple of three months. Um, In that I obviously, many of you know, I'm traditionally, sorry, I've got a yawn coming. Traditionally a singer, dancer, performer, blah, blah, blah. Um, (laughs) However, I dabble in lots of other things at the same time. But over the past, I don't know, two months now, two to three months, I have found a new calling to add to the many in my life of diversity, equality and inclusion. Yeah, I'm super excited about this one. You know, when you feel like you find your like life mission, like I'm a dancer and that's like, and a performer, that's my identity in a way. But my mission is diversity, equality and inclusion. And I'm all about that life. So um, yeah, I qualified um, in a course, you know, blah, blah, LinkedIn, yada, yada, yada. Um, but I'm really passionate about it. And I'm really enjoying and excited about the different opportunities that are happening at the moment in regards to that because I just think it's really important that we just learn to accept other people and strive to live in a space and spaces that are inclusive in every sense of the word. So I'm embracing this new path with open arms. Um, Yeah, but it feels good. Yeah, you're so different. And a year ago, I remember you saying to me since the beginning of our relationship that You have this big house, but you don't have the key to unlock it. So true. I've had that feeling for so much of my life. And how's that now? I don't, I feel like I found a key. Really? A key or the key? (laughs) I think, I mean, I'd like to think the key. I guess the reason I hesitate on that is because I'm always a performer. So I feel like when I'm not performing there's like a certain part of me that's not Mm. satisfying that innate thing in me. And obviously it's impossible on so many levels right now to perform because of, I'm not going to use the word, the word, you know, 
thou who shall not be named. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I guess I'm at peace with that because I know that it's actually not possible. Yeah. Versus like seeing all my friends perform and then I'm not doing anything. Like no one's really able to do what they want to do in that sense. So I'm okay with that. So yeah, I think it is the key. Well, that's amazing. Cool, right? Yeah. Um. So we also want to talk about what we have coming up. <gasps> it's so exciting. We have lots of things coming up. Yes. Yeah, so one of my big passions, as you may know, is sex. Sex. Sex education, talking about sexual pleasure, women empowerment, and everything that comes along with that. <laughs> You're tired. No, I'm just yawning. You know what my teacher said when I was 14, uh, sitting in my science class? I was yawning a lot, so he might stop talking. It was we agreed with the whole group that we will like look really tired because he will just like talk forever and ever. And he said to me, you know what it means when you yawn? And he, I was like, uh, no, it's, it's, uh, I read something and it's, uh, that you feel like you want to have sex. I was 14. Your teacher said yes. that to you. Yeah. Your teacher said to his It means that you're horny. I mean, he was probably very accurate in regards to you at 14 years I old. I never had sex. He said, oh my gosh, yeah. that's so... It's so bad. So inappropriate. Yeah. So I went to the head teacher. Anyway, different story, but I just had to think Whole about that. Whole other story. I mean, it's we're on the subject of sex. And now I can't stop yawning. I'm so sorry. Well, you know what it means now? Apparently I'm horny. <laughs> Could have fooled me right now. <laughs> hilarious anyway we digress yeah um yeah so we have a really good friend that we actually met not really met in person but we met her through our what can we just take a special moment to highlight this person because i know eventually she's going to listen to this podcast yeah pretty much as soon as it is posted and we just want to give an absolute epic shout out to zibs yes she's an absolute legend one of these people that this is why we have social media like for all the horrible things that people say about it when it a platform allows you to meet a person that you never would have had the opportunity to meet without it but you were absolutely destined to like you should have connected with yeah that's when i'm like yes to social media zibs is that person yeah so we met her virtually a few months back yeah and we literally speak to her on a daily basis yeah she's like my daily lifesaver and i'm like not doing so i'm like zibs help me she's just <laughs> a legend <laughs> you can find her on instagram zibs underscore karen karen's spelled k-a-r-y-n and it's funny because uh she shares two of our big passions for you is that the and I stuff. She yeah, she is a diversity, equality and inclusion lead and specialist expert. And she's also a sex expert. It's like perfect, like literally match made in heaven. So you might have read our latest blog post about oral pleasure of how to give oral pleasure and she did a massive part of that. She was uh writing with me and yeah, so we're gonna record a podcast with her next week all about sex. Oh my God, you guys, you're going to be yawning all the way through that podcast, aren't you? 
We should just call it I'm yawning. <laughs> Anywho, yeah, so we've decided that going forward, we would like to dedicate at least one podcast and one blog post a month to the topic of sex, sexuality, sexual wellness, pleasure, and everything else in between. Yes. Feel free to send us a message on any specific topics. Right now, nothing is off limits. We're talking like sex toys, anal, relationship sex, right. do's, don'ts, like all of it, right? Yes, all of it. We're Best going positions, in. practices. We're going in <laughs> deep. Uh, deep, deep. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, but that's like, okay, so that's a whole part. Um, I cannot do this podcast without mentioning a very important cause very close to our hearts. And that is for any of you who have had the opportunity to see or don't know Kakuma Camp in Kenya. So for those of you who don't know, Kakuma Refugee Camp is a camp in Kenya for refugees of all kinds um, from the surrounding African countries and holds around just under 200,000 refugees in total. However, there is a very, very small population of approximately 150 refugees who are LGBTQ plus identifying. However, they are under massive, massive risk and threat to their lives being within this camp. Um, because whilst they are in the camp as refugees seeking resettlement in third countries, so safe countries like the UK, they have to remain in the camp, but they're surrounded by 193,000 other pretty homophobic refugees, as well as the local government and local Kenyan tribes. So they have been in there for several months. Um, they face a very, very brutal attack in June. And we have been trying to get them evacuated. You can read all about this via a link in our Instagram. Um, if you click the link in the bio, there is a link to a GoFundMe for them, which gives you all the information, literally all of it in all its harrowing detail. Um, and you can also donate via the GoFundMe, which is supplying them with money to pay for medical bills and necessities basic necessities and that's basically what's sustaining them right now every single little piece helps yeah it really does you're literally keeping people alive in that place and if you want to go a step further then please feel free to contact us via breaking the distance or either me personally tash t.uk um, as to how you can help further by sending emails and harassing the unhcr hmm. to yeah. do their job and you're also organizing uh, a new fundraiser, right? This is true. There we do have an up and coming fundraiser. It is planned for Friday the 23rd. Of October? Of October, yes. And it will be live on Instagram. Um, so we'll be doing like lots of fun entertainment and whatnot during um, that day. And if you can donate or share, that would also be amazing. Again, the money is going to a very, very good place. Yeah. That's for sure. So, yeah, we discussed a lot of different things. Yeah, we just wanted to basically have a, hey, how you doing? We're back kind of a podcast. Yeah, and not just start with like, oral sex, anus, ah, bomb, bomb. I mean, <laughs> don't worry, we won't discuss it in that exact way when we come back. But <laughs> yeah, what she said. <laughs> All right, it's getting late. It is getting late. It's actually almost 11pm and I've got to be up at 6.30. Yeah, 
and you have to apparently sleep or have sex. I'm yawning. Mm-hmm. You can you can guess why. okay lovelies thank you so much for listening stay tuned for the rest of season two yes and if you have a topic that is taboo and you think it's very important that we address it send us a message because we love to talk about different things we love to piss people off and talk about things that other people aren't talking about yeah (laughs) (laughs) only joking but if you have any topic that you'd like us to discuss just send us a dm Yes, and just be honest, because we're honest as well. After this, make sure you check us out at breakingthedistance.com for all our blog posts. Go and find us on Breaking the Distance on Instagram. And you can also find us on YouTube. Guess what? Breaking the Distance. Yeah. (laughs) On that note, um, have a wonderful rest of your day. Yes, and a good weekend. Do we? Bye-bye.